It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Oh my god, it's the last episode of 2021. I can't believe this year is over. Although, it felt like a roller coaster and a very slow train at the same time. Like, I felt like it took five years to get to the end of 2021, and still I'm surprised it's the holidays. I can't believe it. Anyway, I want to thank everyone who kept me going in 2021, and I'm going to do it at the top of the show, because it's the end of the year, and this is important. So thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Thea. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Chicken Nipples. Yep. Chicken nipples. I still like saying that. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Pernell. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Luann. Thank you, Ursula. Merci, Adam. Thank you, Amity. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Ray. Thank you so much, Antonia. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Jennifer. Super merci, Serena. Thank you, Nairi. Thank you, Maya. Thank you, Trinda. Thank you, Carrie. Merci, Melinda. Thank you so much, Bella. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Charlie is a good boy. Thank you, Marina. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Lori. And thank you, Ricky. Super thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Elle. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Sven. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Brie. Thank you, Matthias. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, The Dash. <laughs> Still, The Dash. Gotta keep it extra cool for the end of the year. Thank you, Ariana. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you, Marie-Hélène. Thank you, Patricia. Merci. Merci, Annie. Thank you, Macy. Thank you, Amber. And this is becoming a tradition. Thank you, Queen of Paradise, Delisa. If you too would like to help me keep going in 2022, check out my website, lesbianromantic.com forward slash support, where you can find out how you can support me. Uh, you can do it on the website directly, or you can join Patreon. So go check it out at lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Thank you all. And uh, let's get to that episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, part 26. What was the title again? I decided. No, I forgot. Uh, oh, right. The Web.
This had to be the longest day in Natalie's life. She couldn't remember ever being so uncomfortable before. Even the final weeks before graduating and her thesis presentation had been less nerve-wracking. It was ten past three in the afternoon, and Natalie had spent the whole day watching Raven and Bart in the meeting room. There had been no break so far, not even for lunch. Natalie had texted Raven to find out what was happening, but had gotten no reply. She kind of understood why. Bart hadn't left Raven out of his sight. At one point, he had even accompanied her to the bathroom door. It was beyond ridiculous. At this very moment, Bart was showing Raven the latest designs in great detail. Raven looked very interested and seemed to be asking lots of questions. Natalie feared Bart had somehow managed to convince her to invest after all. Surely Raven couldn't be that good of an actress. If she was, that worried Natalie in a whole new way. What did it say about a person if they were able to lie to someone's face so well? It made Natalie think about how little she really knew about Raven. For a few days, it had seemed as if they had known each other for ages. Their time together had felt so natural, their conversations so safe and effortless. But lying to Bart was already taking its toll, Natalie felt. This situation had pulled them from their blissful state and put them smack dot in the middle of a web of lies and deceit. A web that Natalie had spun, in part. And here she was sitting at her desk now, pretending to work and getting absolutely nothing done. Her inbox was filled with questions from the team members. She couldn't bring herself to answer them. Why am I doing this? Natalie wondered for the umpteenth time. If she had only dared to resign on the spot or simply tell Bart about her relationship with Raven immediately, they wouldn't be spending the day in this ridiculous way. I can use my savings to pay rent for a couple of months if I don't find a new job straight away, she thought. Why am I so desperate to keep this job? Her parents' faces popped up in her mind. She could easily picture their disapproval. Natalie's throat tightened just thinking about them. She wished she could just stop caring about what her parents said. She wondered what Raven would think if she found out that Natalie still cared about her parents' opinion. Would she think Natalie was immature? She probably would be right to. I'm not good enough for her, a tiny but persistent voice in Natalie's head whispered. She frowned. It wasn't like her to feel so insecure. This day was messing with her head. She glanced at the clock on her smartphone. She still had several more hours to go until it was time to go home. Natalie reached for the phone. Everything is so fucked up today, she typed and sent it off to Kim. She was happy to see that her best friend almost immediately read the message. What's going on? Trouble in paradise? was Kim's reply. Bart showed up at the hotel yesterday while I was there. I had to hide in the bathroom, Natalie typed, shaking her head. Now Raven is at the office and it is all just such a shit show. She looked up at the meeting room, waiting for Kim to reply. Raven had gotten up and was pointing at something on the screen. Bart nodded approvingly and started to explain something. What the fuck? Natalie whispered. Kim had replied with the exact same three words when Natalie rechecked her phone. 
What the fuck? Natalie sighed and started typing again. Her hands were a little shaky now. It's all my fault. I didn't want to tell Bart I'm in a relationship with Raven, and I shared inside info with Raven so she wouldn't invest in the company. Soon after she had sent the message, her phone started vibrating. Kim was calling her. Natalie sighed nervously and rejected the call. I can't call right now, she typed quickly. The sound of fast-approaching footsteps made her look up. Her heart skipped a beat when she saw Bart standing right beside her. Natalie met his eyes while she flipped over her phone so he couldn't see her screen. Natalie, can you public reserve for tonight? Bart asked her. Natalie's eyebrows shot up. The palms of her hand were instantly sweaty. Why was Bart asking her to book a restaurant for tonight? Had he convinced Raven to continue their conversation over dinner? Um, yeah. She stammered and grabbed her computer mouse. Do it, Mateen. He nodded approvingly, looking pretty pleased with himself. Merci. With that, he was off again. Natalie's eyes searched for Raven's, but Raven looked down at her phone. Natalie quickly looked at her own phone to see if Raven had replied to her message. She hadn't yet. Kim had sent another message, though. You're not making any sense. Inside information? What are you talking about? Natalie's nostrils flared. She didn't have the patience to explain the whole story to her best friend right now. She shouldn't have texted in the first place, she realized. She was using a company phone for crying out loud. I'll explain later, Natalie sent and put her phone away. She surfed to the website of the restaurant to find the phone number. I'll be at your place as soon as I can. Natalie stared at the text from Raven. She felt tired and wired from a day of fretting about what was happening inside that meeting room. Fifteen minutes after Raven and Bart had left the building together, she got this update. It was the first thing Raven had sent her all day. Natalie was a little pissed off about that, to be honest. She was trying not to be, but she was. Surely Raven could have given her some more information. The restaurant had happily made room for Bart. That meant Natalie wouldn't see Raven until much later in the evening. The reservation was in less than an hour, but Natalie knew that the chef and staff at this place liked to take their time. It was almost incomprehensible to Natalie that Raven had agreed to join Bart for dinner. She was both stunned that he had talked her into it and insulted that Raven would choose to spend time with him rather than her. They only had a few days left together. Who knew when they'd see each other again after that? Raven would fly back to the States, and Natalie would be stuck here with a mess to clean up. She had packed her stuff in a hurry and raced out of the building after Bart and Raven had left. Now she had no idea what to do. Walk around the city? Go home? Seek him? She read the message on her phone again. She needed to be home when Raven finally arrived. That would take hours, though, so there was plenty of time to drop by Kim's place. Natalie wrinkled her nose at the thought of having to explain everything. She was too annoyed and angry. 
Plus, what would Kim say? Natalie doubted she wanted to hear her best friend's opinion right now. Her phone vibrated in her hand. For a second, she was hopeful that Raven was texting her again. But her heart dropped when she saw the caller ID. It was her parents. Natalie muttered to herself. She was in no mood to talk to her parents. It had almost been a week since they last spoke, though, and she knew they'd be worried if she didn't answer now. She'd have to deal with them sooner rather than later anyway. Hello, Natalie said, trying to sound cheery. Two voices replied. There's Kat. Hello. All's okay? Natalie asked, figuring she'd ask how her parents are first. She listened to her mother talk. They were fine, but worried about the school's reopening in the fall. Natalie didn't understand why her parents were discussing this now, but she preferred to listen rather than talk. Her father didn't say much. He let out a soft grunt here and there when he shared her mother's concerns. But it was he who finally changed the topic and asked how Natalie was doing. Alles gut, Natalie said, as she always did. She never shared how she was really feeling with her parents. She said she had nothing new to report and hoped her mother would start talking again. Unfortunately, her mother instead asked if she was coming over for dinner this Sunday. Her brother and his family would be there too. Natalie's mom couldn't resist mentioning her brother rarely missed a Sunday dinner. Um, ich weiß es noch nie, Natalie replied since she didn't want to commit. Raven was leaving on Sunday, and Natalie didn't want to miss any opportunity to see her for a bit longer. She had been planning to accompany her to the airport. Natalie's father asked, repeating her own words to her. It was clear that he was not amused. Natalie swallowed with difficulty. She repeated her message slowly and clearly. This time, she added she wanted to drop off a friend at the airport and that she didn't know when she would be back. Her mother asked immediately. Which wasn't surprising. She was always asking about Natalie's old friends from school. Especially the ones who had gone into teaching. Raven, Natalie replied as she started walking. She headed in the direction of her house on autopilot. Her mom was surprised to hear of a friend she didn't know. Luckily, Natalie's father interrupted her before the tsunami of questions began. Unfortunately, he only did so to insist that she come to the dinner on Sunday. Natalie lied because she had no intention of trying to make it to her parents' place on Sunday. With every step she took, she felt herself get a little bit more fed up. She was done with her job. She was fed up with Bart. She was tired of her parents. She was so over the charade she had gotten herself and Raven in. All the while, her mother was rambling about something being wrong with the roof of their house. Natalie had stopped listening. Instead, she thought about how the innocent phase of her relationship with Raven had ended much too soon. She wished she could go back in time and do things differently. She wished she didn't feel so conflicted about pretty much everything. She wished Raven didn't live across an ocean. Her stomach was churning. By the time Natalie reached her house, 
she was ready to text Raven that it was best if she didn't come over after dinner. This was part 26 of Worth the Risk and the very last episode of 2021. Thank you so much for spending all this time with me this year. Um, It's been a blast and I really do appreciate it. If you want to spend a little bit more time with me and the characters, there is an extra scene for the holidays. Um, Thank you so much, everyone on Patreon and the other recurring supporters because you made this possible. So uh, go to the website and click, let me see, what do we click these days? Click uh, early access and extras in the navigation and you will find the 2021 holiday scene. My dear patrons on Patreon, my dear patrons on Patreon got to decide um, what characters I would revisit. And this year, the winners are again Hannah and Millie. So go check out that extra scene on the website. All right. The only thing left to do is to wish you a wonderful holiday season. I hope you get to spend it with the people you love most in a safe way. That's what I'm going for. Um... And I wish you nothing but joy and warmth and love for these last days of, yet again, a pretty dark year for many of us. Okay, thank you so much for spending time with me again today. And uh, I will see you next year for the next episode of Worth the Risk. Happy holidays and uh, 